0: All right, it's September 21st, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about this week's trailers, Drake being creepy, and mostly just talking about the Emmys. Jimmy's not here, he's busy covering the, uh, the Yankees during their ungodly loss at the Red Sox tonight. Red Sox are gonna clinch the championship, and he's gonna sit there, watch it, and he's gonna talk about it, so pray for Jimmy. It's just Dave and I, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully
1: Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you you pawn it off as you (laughs) own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go?
0: Nope. All right, box office. I I, I got to be honest. Uh, I did not see Predator being the number one uh, in the box office this week. I did not when it, it, not it, the simple favor came out.
1: But simple a simple favor, which we will discuss on Monday's episode. Everybody tune in. It's not like a like the Predator is the last big action movie of the year. I I knew yeah. that was going to happen. I know maybe I, Venom I kinda... Venom two. In like a couple of weeks, but
0: oh no, that's good. That's gonna crush. You understand that? I hope not. It looks like shit. No, oh, fuck you. It's gonna crush. There's, <laughs> I mean, just the just the, the flack from uh from from Marvel is just gonna get it junked up. It's gonna be well, at yeah. least 80 million. 80 million minimum. I think.
1: Okay. We'll you want to
0: take action on that? What do you think? I'll it's go gonna seventy. Be? Fuck, that's too close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Seventy, I got eighty. We we'll call it that. Right. Um, so the predator uh, number one at twenty four point six. The nun hanging in there at eighteen point two, despite getting fifty eight last week. That's still eighteen is nothing bad. This it's not not bad, especially a for favor, a horror movie. Those are no shit, right? Yeah. So yeah, the number one is is a uh, is a I would say a thriller action. Mm-hmm. That's got that's got a lot of jumps in it. Uh, and number two is a uh, straight up horror. Uh Number three is a simple favor. Number four is White Boy Rick, thank Christ. And then rounding up the top five, Crazy Rich Asians. In their fifth week fifth week in the top five.
1: I just noticed because you actually posted the top ten in our little message today. Yep. Number seven, The Meg is still holding in there. I know. I fucking love that shitty movie.
0: <laughs> it's grossed 137 domest- domestically. That's incredible.
1: Go for them. It's for real. Good for them. All
0: right. So, Jimmy's not here. You know what that means. We discuss Marvel in depth. <laughs> so, uh, Captain Marvel came out this week. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead?
1: All right. So, first they gave us blue balls like two weeks ago when they, Marvel and everyone was tweeting, are you guys ready to break the internet tomorrow? And then they just released some or released some pretty bad spells for the most part. Uh, they, they,
0: they looked like uh, like 1990s posters. Maybe that's which, what they wanted I to mean, do. I
1: mean, Marvel... Has always had shitty posters and that stuff. I was just mad that they blue-balled us. But they came through this week. They released the trailer. Well, the teaser trailer. This is the teaser trailer. And, I mean, it's everything you expect to be in a Marvel teaser trailer. You get Samuel L. Jackson looking just like his Pulp Fiction self. You get Brie Larson as Captain Marvel looking like a badass. You get a little bit of, what's his name, Clark Gregg? Phil Coulson. T- yeah, it's Coulson. Phil Coulson. No, the actor's name I meant. Doesn't matter
0: what his real name is. He's Phil Coulson.
1: Well, I said Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson. Well, because
0: those, those two have real careers. Phil Coulson's Phil Coulson because he's hey, always been Phil Coulson. He
1: was the second lead in the New Adventures of Old Christine. <laughs> that's what I knew him from.
0: <laughs> and you know, he's
1: also in the, uh,
0: what was it, that uh, depressing ass Vietnam movie with Mel Gibson? Heart, uh,
1: Hacksaw oh. Ridge. No, that's not nah. right. Whatever. Okay. Moving on. Uh, yeah. He was I, in it
0: and it was really good. So.
1: I, I, I there's not much to really discuss in this, I feel like. It just I mean, it, oh, I think it got me excited. I, what all right, what I, do you think we need to discuss
0: about it? I think they did a wonderful job uh setting the the tone for the era cuz how do you how do you hit home right away that this is going to be a movie set in the 90s hmm. blockbuster? How about let's, let's she crashes through blockbuster and it's not in uh, Oregon. <laughs> so that, that was, and they, they didn't just do that, they also hung on it for seven seconds, which is ex- extremely long period of time for a teaser trailer.
1: Yeah. I loved true. it. That was great. Well, it, that was also a good scene just to show how strong she is, too, because she crashes through it. Not like a ship. She just falls from outer space and crashes like through Hulk, this blockbuster. Yeah, much like Hulk did in Avengers. Yeah, except she's not a giant green monster. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, what uh, what else could she have done or crashed into that would have said 90s, do you think? Oof. Because Blockbuster, cause I would never have guessed Blockbuster just because... But it's the
1: perfect thing.
0: Yeah, no, it really is.
1: Oh man. Like an arcade, maybe?
0: Nah, that could be 80s.
1: Yeah. I mean, Blockbuster just blew up in the
0: 80s, though. M- maybe, for sure. I, don't I mean, know. It, they uh, th- they
1: started in '86, and by 1987, there was a blockbuster opening every 24 hours. I just read that fun fact today.
0: <laughs> that's actually really cool.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. What What do you have that could symbolize the '90s? I don't know. I just, I'm drawing uh, a blank uh, right now.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, um, I I just thought it'd be kind of interesting to to come up with one one thing, and neither of us can do that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, I get nothing. Maybe that's like just, an
1: Fye f- of people actually buying CDs.
0: Sam goodies. Sam Goodies. I don't know what that is. Oh,
1: is that like? Is that regional? I guess. What is it? Oh, it's it's exact
0: Fye, but it was more popular.
1: Oh, Fye was the popular one. <laughs> you I were was. in Florida at the time, right? Uh, '90s. I was in Illinois. Illinois. So yeah.
0: Okay, I was far away from you in New England. Yeah.
1: All right. Good uh, talk. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this though. I'm pumped to see mm-hmm. how they tweak her origin story because they start with her already having her powers and it's just her rediscovering her memories and how she got them.
0: Yeah, much like Black Panther and much like uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. Which I think is the right way to do it. Yeah. because we're tw- this will be the
1: 21st film in this series. We don't need another origin story.
0: Yep. I mean, I love a good origin story. I really do. But I mean, we got we got Thanos running the muck. Well, we've nobody's got time for that shit. No one.
1: And she's no. going to be the str- – did you see uh, Kevin Feige said she's going to be the strongest character so far in the Marvel Universe.
0: No, I, I already knew that. I mean, just from the comics, she she is – her, uh, Adam Warlock, Thor are, like, the top tier guys. Well, yeah,
1: but, like, he's he's even said, like, when she shows up in Avengers 4, she's, like, way stronger than even Thor is, like, right now as a god. Like, That's a fully good. realized god.
0: That's good. Which is awesome. So we, yeah. And you get to hear go
1: binary for a little bit in the trailer at the end.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait to talk to you about uh, theories because we're not going to dilute this one right now. No, but, no,
1: no, off air.
0: Yeah, all right. We we'll just keep moving over to uh, the first man trailer. I, I want to take the the take the reins on this one. Okay, it's okay. this is it, 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 first man trailer has already been out. Uh, the reviews have come out. They're 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 huge. Everyone's raving about it. This is the final one, and they they. They splice it over JFK's famous uh, speech, and it's like, dude, you I just can't, got goosebumps watch now. Chills. Yeah, I just it's got so goosebumps. so good. I watched it three times.
1: So did I. I I'm I, every time I finish it, I am ready to run through a wall. Like we gotta fucking do another space
0: race. Can we like like clone JFK or get another Kennedy in the White House? Because we need one of them.
1: Joe is probably gonna run in 2026.
0: 2024. 24, whatever. Yep. <clears throat> That's how time works. Yeah. Uh, Good. I mean, th- honestly, it doesn't matter what their first name or who they are. Kennedy, President Kennedy. We need that again <laughs> with a slight like dipshit accent because Kennedy's don't have like Bostonian accents. They have their own. Oh, yeah. their own language. Their own. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, so there is a uh, a slight controversy with this movie coming out. Have you heard if you've heard nothing about this, right?
1: No, you started to tell me off air, but I said wait till we're recording. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Now. So,
0: so um what's his face? It's the the lead role here. Uh
1: Neil Armstrong, Ryan Gosling.
0: No, Ryan Gosling. He was interviewed in Italy about it and uh everyone was clamoring to find out, like, so how was it planting that flag in the moon? Would it feel cool? And he's like, Actually we didn't do that. And that set a full firestorm off. Like, how the fuck can you talk about the first man on the moon and not have the American flag being planted down? Like, that's that. I'll, I'll it. that's a pretty substantial part of the whole deal,
1: right? Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, if anyone's watched the actual footage, when they put the flag in, it's not exciting. It's 15 minutes of them, like, fucking around with it, and then they half ass it, and it falls over when they leave. <laughs> this. Don't
0: ruin that. Okay? It's still standing just strong as America. Don't worry.
1: Buzz, Buzz Aldrin has said he watched it fall over as they left. Buzz
0: Aldrin's a dipshit full of shit. Whatever. I don't believe the word he says. He's just bitter. He wasn't the first one out. Uh, so the, he came out and said that the, the, the flag plant thing is not part of it. Maybe the real reason why is because exactly what you said. It's a very, very unremarkable moment. Um, the image of it... Being planted there is much stronger, and but what, what Ryan Gosling said is like it's not about the country, it's not about the uh, the the planting flag, it's about the man getting there, it's the first man on the moon, which some may say, okay, well that's that's reasonable take considering the movie's name is First Man, but uh, others lost their goddamn minds because they need something to be upset about. Yeah, that's, and that's so stupid. Stephen Colbert jumped on and he's like, "Yeah, everyone in America uh, who who hates America is having a great time yelling about this. It's it makes no fucking sense." And I took a I took a still shot of the the final scene of the trailer, and you know what I saw?
1: American flag.
0: American flag stands strong. You know why? They it just appeared. They don't have to go through a whole deal of just planting it. And now I was, my 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 mindset was like, as long as they show the flag there. I'm, I'm happy. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, the flag being on the moon is the amazing symbolic thing. Putting, like, yeah. showing them struggled in fucking almost zero G to, like, get it in the ground is pointless.
0: Exactly. And it's not like they're hiding the fact that this is America. There, there are flags everywhere. Oh, yeah. This, the, the, the trailer, I think, I'd say roughly a fifth of the time there's a flag somewhere in the, in the background. So, As it should. I mean,
1: it's all over NASA. T- oh, my God. Yeah. Greatest- no, it's... One of the greatest, think, if not the greatest thing America has ever done, like technologically speaking, and they deserve to get, and we, we deserve to get credit for that. I, I think you're right. I, I'd,
0: I'd say it's fair. Yeah. Either that or the iPhone. Either one.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. So, uh, so we can't wait to talk about that one even more. I can't wait. That one's coming out uh, when?
1: Um, in two or three weeks. Oh, really? That's soon? Yeah. Beginning of October.
0: That's going to be great.
1: Uh, awesome. yeah, I can't wait. But moving on, our next trailer, the second trailer for Beautiful Boy dropped. Those of you who don't remember what it is, it's with Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell. Uh, Chamolay is playing a teenager who has, seems to have it all, good grades, editor of school newspaper, artist, <laughs> athlete. But then he develops an addiction, and it threatens to destroy him, him and his family. It's ba- The movie is based on both him and... Like, the real person and his father's memoirs, they both wrote memoirs about this ordeal. I I couldn't care less about this movie. I fucking hate Timothy Chalamet. I just want his character to OD and for oh, Steve Crow to so, piss on his grave. That's so sad. I hate him.
0: I, like, I know you do, and it's, it's unfortunate because he's actually really good. If you get past the hate, he's actually really talented, and I like him. He's the worst person alive right now. Disagree. I think King, Kim Kim Jong Un's up there. Um, right Shen under. May- okay, so I mean, a, a, one A, one B. Sure, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if, if this movie. Um, it's seeing it as a, from a parent's eyes now. I mean, that's that's the weird part about being a parent. Is suddenly everything has changed. Before, I'd, I'd see this as like, ah, well, what a fucking idiot. He didn't raise a kid right. Now I'm sitting there like watching this in a cold sweat. Like, <laughs> how do I how do I get them to stop doing drugs? How do I like, if do I tell him not to, will, will it be cool to do it? Because, it's like, just because I said it wasn't cool. It's just, like, my mind started racing, so. Well, uh, I probably won't see this movie, because it's going to give me a fucking panic attack.
1: I mean, I, I think we'll probably end up reviewing it. If you... I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I oh.
0: I, I straight up don't want to do My problem, too,
1: because they updated the synopsis with this trailer, is that you find out what he's addicted to is meth. I thought it was, like, heroin or something. It's fucking meth. Not even a cool one. Yeah, th- that's the drug, like... Even if you do drugs, you know not to do meth, unless you're fucking stupid. You have to be the stupidest person on the planet to try meth, being like, I'm going to do it one time, it'll be fine. No shit, it's the most addictive thing in the world. This kid's an idiot, he deserves to have his addiction.
0: You do meth because you can no longer afford cocaine or heroin or or, or anything decent. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a trash concoction.
1: And Chamulay is a trash person. He deserves it. Sure,
0: sure. He's not really taking drugs, man. I mean, I,
1: no, maybe he's a method actor. That would make me happy.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, um, another one. This one has got Oscar contention on it. It's uh, from the same same director as uh, from Moonlight. I believe it was director or producer, one of them. It's mm-hmm. uh, a very uh, emotionally feely black actor movie. Um, see, you wrote the thing. Uh, after her fiance is falsely imprisoned, a pregnant African American woman sets out to clear his name and prove his innocence. Um. This one looks like it should be good. I think the trailer kind of did it. In, the tra- in justice, yeah, it, the trailer it, 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 was
1: very average. But I feel like I'm probably gonna cry when I watch this movie.
0: Probably, but I think the trailer was like trying way too hard to to set the tone. It was like way over the top. It it got it, I got about three or four eye rolls deep before I figured out what was even going on.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a bad trailer and. Uh, we're gonna keep a lookout to see if anything changes my mind.
1: All right. Moving on, we got Stan and Ollie up next, which is the true story of Hollywood's greatest comedic duo besides Sean and Dave. It's Laurel and Hardy. Uh, this is the Jimmy. first time their uh, story's been told, I believe. I, I'm actually, I actually don't know a huge amount about them. Like I just, know, I've seen no. them in films, and I just know them by name. So I'm excited for it this.
0: Is. They're they're the most most famous early actors back then, right? Yeah. I couldn't tell you a damn person from like I don't even know, it looks like the 20s, I don't know. 30s, 40s. Yeah, I Who knows? It was know it that. was early as fuck and the you, everyone knows it even if you don't know the name, you know the, the fat guy with the Hitler stash before it was really bad and the skinny guy to go with him. Yeah. Making jokes. And I've seen two-man, clips two-man of their show. like
1: yeah, I've seen clips of their stuff from film classes, but no, it's, 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 a, it's a good story to tell.
0: Um, the big takeaway, though, is John C. Riley is amazing. And I, that's got to be prosthetics all over, but I really hope he didn't do that to his body.
1: Oh, I assume it's prosthetics. And that was the one note I had when I watched this trailer, was how much I love John C. Reilly. Because he seems to like, be I like, could... he's entering that stage where he's doing more serious stuff. And he's always yes. fluctuated back and forth between comedy and serious but I actually think he's much better as, like, a serious actor, a dramatic well, actor. Well, he, he started
0: off all serious, and then he, met, then he met Will Ferrell, and he went full comedy. And I think yeah. that was good just to get his name out there because he was doing, like, bit roles and uh, serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but his strength, you're right, is absolutely the drama's. Uh, I, but I was I was struggling watching it because, yes, I knew it was John C. Riley. I knew that he was I, – I was praying it was prosthetics. But at the same time, it kept looking like Cam from Modern Family oh
1: god it does
0: it, it's, it was going back and forth like John Riley, Cam John Cam it was, it was blowing my mind oh my god I'm so, never going to uh, be able to get it, that out of my head now I know so but it looks, it looks amazing and that's going to be a must watch we're going to watch it we're going to review it if we, if we don't I'm going to watch it whatever <laughs> yeah
1: we'll, All right. we'll definitely there's review it there's one
0: more here that I, I don't want to talk about so you're just Free Reign do you want it's a shitty uh, horror movie on Netflix that no one will see
1: it's not a shitty horror movie. It's the, uh, the director of The Raid and The Raid 2, which are widely considered some of the best action films ever. Uh, by you? He, no, by people who like action films. And especially like the stunt choreography in them all is top notch. Like, right, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll get my guide, uh, Justin Eaton, and I'll find out if that's really top notch.
1: Oh, you can. Friend,
0: friend of the program, Stuntman Extraordinaire.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. absolutely ask him about it. He's going to shit on you for not watching those movies. Anyways, the director made this film. Uh, a man travels to a remote island in search of his missing sister after she's kidnapped by a mysterious, murderous, religious cult. Um, it's starring Dan Stevens. He was just in Beauty and the Beast last year as the Beast. He's been in Legion. He's been in The Guest. He's been in a bunch of stuff recently. He's a fantastic actor. And this just looks crazy brutal. I'm excited for it. I'm not. Yeah, it's not a Sheehan type of film.
0: You know what though? Uh, I'll give I'll give it one thing. Um,
1: the trailer was edited great.
0: No, yeah, sure, maybe it, it was. Um, it's it really makes you think how stupid all religions are.
1: I'm just, mm-hmm. I mean, it was
0: it was. I mean. I don't want to turn into politics or religion or anything, but like, some of the things they were doing, it's like word for word, I, I hear from the Bible, and, and I, I like, sit there, mindlessly at church, I was like, yeah, no, I don't want forgiveness from fucking strangers, I don't want, it. I don't have to ask for it from you, you don't, you're not God, fuck you, you're just a guy who goes home and watches Netflix, fuck off.
1: Well, to yeah. be fair, back then, there wasn't Netflix.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I don't give a shit. Their, their biggest, the the point, biggest point form
1: of entertainment was the Bible.
0: <laughs> That's so sad.
1: <laughs> I mean. Exactly.
0: Draw in the dirt instead or whatever. All right. Okay. Um things that we're going to move on to the uh, the the main portion of this podcast, we like to call it things worth mentioning but not worth discussing, but sometimes we talk about it a lot. So.
1: <laughs> I like that you added as uh, a new subtitle to it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a really long title for this little <laughs> section. Um all right, so Disney's new streaming service—we've uh, heard about it. It's not—it's more than a rumor. We know it's coming. We don't know what it's being called. We don't know when. It's late 2019. It's supposed to come out. Uh, I don't know why I didn't consider this being a possibility, but it's going to have its own original content, uh, new series, mini-series, and they've already locked in uh, uh, Tom Middlestead, Loki, for his own little mini-series. Hiddleston. not Middlestead, middle. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, for his own uh, miniseries, hopefully not giving away anything because he is supposed to be dead.
1: I assume it's a prequel. You don't know. I, uh, what I You think don't know. Could, yeah, the, we uh, don't there's know. There's so
0: many theories that, that say he is not actually dead. That's stupid.
1: Um, and if you believe that, you're stupid is how I feel about that. But I think it'll be about when he disappeared at the end of the first Thor before he showed up on Earth. Sure. That's, That's like that a solid – Growing up. That that's also good, but I feel like that's a good how he meets Thanos and gets the army. It could be a good like miniseries. Yeah, and, the,
0: yeah, and there's another series with the uh, the Olsen girl, um, for the Scarlet Witch, which I love, love her. So yeah. all about her.
1: Same. Uh, who uh, who also, else would you there's like there's to see get one for what? I was gonna say, who else do you think should get one a miniseries? Oh, um, the little
0: Mexican repair man from Ant Man.
1: No, I just want him... What's his name?
0: Luis? Luis. Yeah, he needs his own fucking, like, series. He's amazing.
1: I I think... Have you seen the theories that they think he is... There's some superhero in Marvel who's, like, a no-name guy, but his one power is he can knock everyone out with one punch. And if you follow, like, Luis in the two movies, anytime he's fighting someone, he knocks them out in one punch. So there's a theory that uh, that's... He's that guy.
0: I love that. I love that theory. That'd be, that'd be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. Too bad
0: he doesn't have a, doesn't have a backbone, so it's like he, he like blindly throws a bunch <laughs> yeah. of...
1: I, um, I really hope Avengers 4 starts with him recapping Avengers 3 to Yeah, we Ant talked man. about that. Yeah. that. That'd be perfect. So yeah,
0: man. This big purple guy. Cut out down the sky. He has a lot of stones. He rocks. He snaps his fingers. Gone. <laughs> Uh, So many possibilities. Also, they're doing a Star Wars. Also, they're doing uh, some of the bullshit. There's going to be a lot. Disney is going to Star Wars run stuff the started gamut. filming, I believe,
1: or it's in yes. pre-production. And it's yes, with, they're... what's his name? John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. Favreau. Is...
0: Happy uh, Happy
1: Hogan. So, fingers crossed that's good.
0: It probably is. I mean, what's interesting is the fact that they are um, pulling their their titles off of everything, which is like losing them billions mean that's interesting yeah all, that's what the paper said or that's what the, uh, the article said
1: I mean I understand it most most people want to have their own streaming like streaming service now from what I understand from the little I've read about it is the Netflix shows are just staying with Netflix though that'll be fine um, mm-hmm. the more kid-friendly Star Wars and Marvel stuff, will be on Disney's platform, and then their more adult stuff will go on Hulu, since they're they going to own a large chunk of Hulu now. They, they run everything. They really do. But, hey, good content. All or are corporate overlords. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yep. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, something a little bit creepy came out this week. 31-year-old Drake has a texting relationship with 14-year-old Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Uh, she says he gives him – or she gives him – she he gives, he gives her, her relationship advice. But then there was another interview that came out where she said they had dinner, they were fangirling over each other, and then the next day they had dinner, and then the next day they hung out, and then they had dinner the day after that. And that's creepy. Yep. And Drake has a history of dating girls as soon as they turn 18 and commenting on underage girls' pictures. Yep. So do we think he's trying to groom Millie Bobby Brown? Because that actually is a crime.
0: I think that that song uh, about Kiki, Do You Love Me? I think that was originally written, Millie, Do You Love Me?
1: No, that's been uh, debunked. It was Kim Kardashian. He's fucking no Kardashian. Man. It's a fucking joke. I'm trying. But no, but have you have you heard here. that? <laughs> have you heard that theory? Yeah, no,
0: no, it's not a theory. It's like ironclad. I, I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. even actually. It's it's not like actually like proven, but it is. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely fucking Kanye's wife. Yes, I mean, the, down to the, like the route he takes to his fucking house. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, Why did you write all this, man? It's so it's so obvious. He's a dumbass. So, it makes but all no, but it's all, it's all
1: over like. Two different albums and like half a dozen different songs, just like one lyric in each song.
0: Yeah, but he lives in the age of the fucking internet and Twitter. Of course, people are gonna do this. They're bored, and he's a True. superstar.
1: I remember clicking that thread though, and I was like, "This is the stupidest thing ever." And then I got to like it tweet sense. nine, and I was like, <laughs> "He's fucking Kim K." Ugh.
0: So I mean, yeah, he just he's just taking care of Kim K while he waits eight years or four years to for Millie Bobby Brown to be groomed enough to not get arrested that's i guess it's so weird i don't like i am so against this (laughs) it's just bizarre man yeah you can have anyone you want drake grow up
1: he's dated rihanna and he's waiting for like that's just weird
0: and people can say like oh well you can have a like platonic relationship with younger people sure yes you can but you don't have text exchanges that include hey i miss you hey i miss you too randomly
1: with a 14 year
0: old I have a guy texts a guy texts the girl. I hey, I miss you. Out of the blue, just thinking about her sexually. That's just
1: oh, that's just what it is. I have like cousins that age, and like they'll text me sometimes. and I'm like, this is fucking annoying. Like, I love you as family, but I don't want to be talking to you. A grown man should not be talking to someone he is not related that age.
0: Exactly. Just shouldn't.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, happier notes. Um, you know that guy
1: Henry Winkler? Rink- yes. The Fonz. The Fonz.
0: Hey. Yeah, he's been, he's been kind of a staple in, in, in Hollywood for years. Four decades, actually. Kind of TV mainstay. Won his first Emmy.
1: Which is kind of bullshit.
0: You know what? Uh, I I thought so, too, then I looked at it. Uh, when he was nominated for the first time he, for Happy Days back in 1976, he was nominated for lead uh, actor in, in the comedy. Fonzie was not a lead, man he was, but he was the actor. best part. Sure, but that, I mean, uh, Tyrion Lannister is the best part of Game of Thrones. He's not the lead.
1: Oh, he's definitely one of the leads. I think he's been up for a lead.
0: He just, he just pulled down the best supporting actor in oh. drama two nights ago. I didn't watch. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, he was up for a lead comedy, and I was like, well, who the fuck did they give an award over, over Henry Winkler? Uh, just, you know, Archie Bunker. Okay, that's fair. It it checks out. I I'm I'm bored with that. But what
1: about his great supporting work in Arrested Development?
0: Not so much. <laughs> uh, so I mean, but I I was it was the first award of the night, and I couldn't have felt more happy for him. He was he came he ran up on stage, outright giddy. he's like, I've had this speech prepared for forty two years. Here we go.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I I have to yeah. look that up, but. Barry is also a fantastic show, and he deserves it from his performance in that. He's great in it.
0: He was so good. When he's trying to seduce the detective, like he – Trying. He did seduce the detective. He did. He did. Uh, Nobody can skirt the line of being
1: creepy, yet so, so smooth. Oh, yeah. He does it. (laughs) It's because he's goofy, and he knows he's goofy, so he leans into it what they're at dinner and he's like flirting with her and he's and she says something
0: like how hard do we have to slap you to make you shut up?" he says well it depends what we do afterwards <laughs> <Jesus>.
1: uh, <laughs> all right I love moving them. on to the last bit um before the headliner rosanne departure from her show they're spinning it off to the Connors without her uh it's gonna be handled pretty great they are killing her off via an opioid overdose, which is actually a plotline she set up in this latest season. They had, her, they had her dealing with like taking too many drugs, and she wanted it to be like how she overcame it, and instead they're just being like, no, she didn't overcome it. She died from it.
0: See, I love that. I, I didn't know that that was part of like the show this past season. I thought they were like, well, fuck it, opioids, done.
1: No, no, no. They <laughs> gave her
0: a pill, pill addiction in, in the off season, and she's dead.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was reading about it uh, after you sent See, through this article. I was reading a different one. And apparently, her characters dealt with it all season, and they hinted uh, at the end of the season anyways that she had taken uh, so much and something had happened in the surgery. So I'm assuming she, like, OD'd before she went in for surgery.
0: That's just too bad because I would have thought it was so much more funny if it was just, like, random. <laughs> no. Oh, well.
1: But on can't, the plus side, all. she's furious about it.
0: Well, I don't know good.
1: Yeah. After she, she was, agreed to do it. Well, this.
0: she was she was a, a butt of many jokes on the Emmys this week, so that's our main topic. We're gonna have a little, little discussion about this. Uh we are at the twenty nine or th- close to the 20, thirty minute mark, so not that long. No. Nah. Uh so um the Emmys sucked. They have always been They're like the little brother of
1: lo- the awards, I feel like.
0: Well, okay, well there's the Oscars is a tip top. Mm-hmm. Um the gold, the Golden Globes, is the minor leagues. Emmys has always been like the redheaded stepchild. Like it's like, yeah, no, we, we we like you, but
1: we don't ever really care about you. The Emmys is like Texas high school football. Yes, that's it's like not quite think, at like the minor leagues or anything or like AAA team. That's that's a wild. I mean, I agree with
0: it, but I mean, that's that's a wild reference to make on a movie. Uh, entertainment, but podcast, every uh, but a, everybody a really who loves really it, deep, like the people who love it, that's a really it, deep really sports reference. <laughs> I mean, okay?
1: Am I wrong?
0: All right, fine. If if you if you don't know what he's talking about, just watch um, uh, Friday Night Lights. You'll get it.
1: Oh, I've never seen Friday Night. A Night lot of, Lights. Uh, I was talking about actual sports.
0: Well, no, that's about Texas high school
1: football. Well, yeah, but You're I was ta- I was talking about actual real life how Texas is like that.
0: Dave, I know, and I'm saying that the movie and TV show was about what you're talking about. I'm trying to bring right. it home. All right. Moving okay. on. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Okay. So the, the the Emmys were not good. Um, really weird thing is usually they have a host, two hosts actually. Um, they, they, they've done on a bunch of the past. A host host a show. <laughs> they, they give a monologue. They, they, they come out uh, at certain points. They don't present everything. Cause that's it'd be way too much. This one was a little different. We didn't see the, the two hosts, it was uh Michael Che and Colin Jost. Uh, we didn't see him until about like 10 minutes into it because they had a really awkward musical number with all um uh, minorities and women saying that we uh we fixed it, we fixed the problem. The <laughs> that's, song was kind of great. The, the song's name, yeah, no, it's a great idea. Execution sucked, yeah, it was so awkward. The the best part of the, the crucial most crucial part of comedy is timing, and timing was so fucking off. These these people, it was clear they never rehearsed it. Uh, some guys were like really into it, other people just were like kind of reading lines. It was it was awful. The highlight was unfortunately, and I shouldn't be the one saying this, but the highlight was when um uh guy what's his name Lonely Island God, Adam Brooklyn Sandberg Say, Adam- Andy Sandberg yeah yeah uh, he comes. Flying down a little moon, from the the ceiling, singing. He's like, "We've did, we we we've done it." And like, and he gets down there, and they're like, "Wow, that was so scary. That was that was nuts." not like, yeah, yeah, there was no seatbelt. That was like instant death. And everyone was silent. And he says, "Should I not be singing this? Is this not?" And they all kicked him out. Nice. And it was just about as funny as I just uh, described it. So not at all. It was all right. not at all. No. And that was the best part.
1: That that's not good. No, I couldn't watch the whole thing. Sounds like I dodged a bullet. You're lucky.
0: It was produced by Lauren Michaels, uh, which is very obvious because it was basically SNL. All the um, all all the the between presenters, they have like little kind of like skits here and there or Mm -hmm. like jabs, and it was so it was so SNL, and it was all the bad SNLs, like you know, like the the average SNL skit uh, ends abruptly, with no laughs. That's what happened.
1: Okay. So I mean, I disagree uh, with that, but okay. I understand what you're talking about, but the bad ones do end like that. I wouldn't say exactly. the average this is all end. the bad ones.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ms. Maisel dominated everything.
1: Yeah, Jimmy. This Shout only- out Jimmy, who's not on today. He's a huge fan of the show, though. He's been trying to get us to watch it for a while. Sounds like is, we might have to. Is it two to. seasons or one? Uh, the second season, I think, is just finished... Filming, so it's coming out soon.
0: Okay, I mean, it was, it was, it it won five awards. But when I want to tell you, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Nominated so, for
1: like every other category.
0: No, every category. Jeez. It is. It was insane. Ugh. So I mean, I, we have to watch it. It's like a, just like a must. And we're already behind the times. So we can't. I, I don't even feel good about um, podcasting about it. We just outright have to watch it and swallow it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Fonzie Uh One. Uh oh, there was one decent skit. It was a pre-recorded skit uh called The Reparation Emmys where Michael Che stole Bill Cosby's Emmys and handed them out to black actors who uh never got recognition back in the early 90s and late 80s. <laughs> all
1: right, that sounds yeah. like that would be good. It, it, it was
0: it was it wasn't bad actually.
1: Yeah. It was really it was
0: really cool seeing all these actors from like the the shows you grew up on. Nice. Uh, Americans finally got an award. Oh, yeah. And then this is their last season. I guess they, they've never they've never won anything. So they, they got um, two of them. One's for best actor in a drama and then another one. So good for See? them. Everyone, everyone who watches Americans like just tells me it's the greatest show ever. And I said, yeah, well, would did they be first? And uh, they never did. So I'm not watching it.
1: Well, now they have. Now
0: they have. Yes. Yeah. But they ended. Uh, did you, you? I'm sure you saw the, the proposal.
1: I did see the proposal. That was the one thing I saw. That was. That it, was the it one played. thing worthwhile. It, yeah, it it played. I I feel like if that was a really good looking guy, maybe not so much. But he looked like us, like an average. Di- well, not us, because he looked not that great. But he was like an average human, so I like that
0: no you look he looked he looked less than an average. he looked like a, a guy who who was never gonna the fact that he found a girl who was happy to marry him warmed the heart because he is not a he's not a keeper no, by any means you could and t- the fact that he sorry he he was pulling out mom lines great his mom just died mm. so it was fresh so I, I don't fault him too much for that, but like put put mom in the back pocket for this big moment um
1: well, also reference her also reference her too? for sure. But like, I feel like with a lot of these celebrity marriages, it's just like it's like Game of Thrones. They're doing it to like expand their power base. And this was clearly a guy who was just so in love. If, y- if
0: you think this was two celebrities,
1: well, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it wasn't. That's why it was so great. They okay. got to do it at the end. Oh, endings.
0: okay. All right. I was just gonna say, whoa, my man. <laughs> I like, don't know. It. I don't know anyone. <laughs>
1: Anyone else there, though, if they got engaged, would be a major celebrity, and you'd, you'd roll yeah. your eyes. And this felt like the average guy just happened to be able to do this at the Emmys.
0: I mean, it was so sweet. The girl was shaking. He was cool comic collector for what he was doing. Yeah. I think he deserves an Emmy. Of just He might win an Emmy next year for Best uh, like Live Moment on television.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Cause
0: it, what, did, did you watch the whole clip? Yeah. That that round of applause, I've never. That rivals like like sports. That rivals i anything I've ever seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've,
0: I it was sure. it was a rolling thunder. So that was that was awesome. I'm very happy for them. Um, I also I also like how in the middle of it he's like, hey man, give me some give me some rope here. He was talking to the guy who was who was producing the Emmys
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he he was a producer as well. So he knows the guy behind the camera. He's like, listen man, I'm going to take about seven minutes. Sorry, uh, I'm not dealing with your 40-second bullshit.
1: Yeah. Could you yeah, imagine so I mean, if they tried to play him off as he was proposing?
0: That would be the worst PR move of all time. <laughs> I... Just just by how, how well it was doing, right? Mm-hmm. I
1: imagine don't want to see a had... world where that happened, though.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, what would be awesome is if... If he proposed, we get the same ro- roaring thunder and it pans to her, and she's like, No. no. <laughs> like, just like, kind of like, you know, she doesn't want to say no, and then yeah. it just cuts to music and turns black. That would have been an all time moment. Oh, I wish, actually, because wish, I'm a terrible person, I wish that happened.
1: No, I'm happy for these guys. I believe in love. I'm very
0: happy for them, but I mean, for my entertainment value, that would have been so much better.
1: No. I'm on the side of love.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, the only thing worth noting. He's, Teddy Perkins was there. Uh, if you don't know, Teddy Perkins is is, is uh, Donald Glover in Whiteface.
1: But it wasn't he, Donald was the, Glover.
0: It was not. Yeah. So who the fuck was it? Nobody knows. And that's also, why the was he thing. there? I know, I but know. it's like, that's that. this is why I love Donald Glover, because he does his shit for himself. This is him laughing his ass off behind the, behind the stage, because he was sitting in Donald Glover's seat. So Glover got up, let this guy sit there, and he's probably laughing his ass off behind behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. and, like, that's just for him.
1: Mm. Respect that. I, everyone thought it was like Glover ran out and like got into the makeup, and then there was a picture at one of the after parties with like him and Teddy Birkins together.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I like that. All right, so um, you didn't watch or see it. I was going to give you the uh, the winners. Who do you think the won the best comedy series of the year? I'm going to tell you the nominees. Uh, Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, Silicon Valley, Marvelous Miss, Miss Maisel, uh, and Unbreakable Kimmy Shit. Um,
1: that's a lot.
0: Of, I, didn't, I didn't quite realize how many there were until I just started reading That
1: is a ton. I'm going to go Atlanta.
0: Nope. Nope. Miss Maisel pulled it down.
1: Okay. So, I mean, that's. That, no, that I mean Makes that's sense. another notch in why right. we should watch it.
0: All right, drama series. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, The Americans, The Crown, Made Tale, This Is Us, Westworld.
1: Game of Thrones.
0: Game of Thrones, pull it down. All right. Damn right.
1: I mean, I mean, I love all those shows, but it's clearly the best one.
0: It it's so difficult because like we're big Oscars people, or at least I really am, and. Oscars pulls out ten, uh, 10 nominees for the for the best picture, and you know right away it goes down to between three. Like, may, maybe maybe three. three. Most likely yeah. it's two. It's usually just two, and the rest are fluff. This one, they, I mean, any one of these could have like, could have done it. Mm-hmm. They're all great. TV is so fucking... If anyone who doesn't own a television or doesn't watch TV regularly, you're missing out on so much. I don't care if you think a good, Chris book is really nice. These are great stories that happen in front of your eyeballs. It's <laughs> amazing. it's just there's so much good content out there. Watch TV more. It's a lot better than being like going if you go outside and play, yeah, you're going to get malnoma. You're going to get the uh, you're going to get the like smog poisoning. It's it's a tough world out there. All Stay right. inside, and all watch all
1: TV. Focus up. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> Sorry.
0: There's not much more to talk about. I Man, who, who do you what what category do you want
1: me to pull out? I, no, I, I, um, I was fine with those two. I just, I didn't, okay, I didn't watch any I think, of it. I think,
0: all right, so at that one, I'm going to wrap it up. Movies coming out this weekend, uh, Jack Black's The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Looks pretty For, bad. I don't, it's a kid's movie, right? I think so. Yeah, as far as a kid's movie, I, I mean, I've seen plenty worse. I, I mean, it's, That's true. I, I wouldn't mind going to see that with a nephew. All
1: right, I'll give you that. Just,
0: you know, there's there's been some really tough ones out there that I would be, I have no business going to see. This
1: one could be okay.
0: Uh, and if you're one of th- next one is uh, if you're one of three theaters that has this, the Sister Brothers is coming out.
1: Yep, just a limited release. The, see. the wide release is coming in a few weeks. I'm really excited for this one. I love the book. I John C. Riley. This is his passion project. He got it made. I'm really excited to see it.
0: Cool. Uh, Assassination Nation. Uh, another limited release. That's the one, basically the modern day crucible.
1: Oh, all right. I recognize the name. No, I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it looks pretty good. I can't wait for it to to be a mass release. Mm-hmm. And then another one I threw it in here, um, just because I thought it was. It made me laugh when I read it. Fahrenheit eleven nine.
1: What's that? It's remember
0: remember um, Fahrenheit nine
1: eleven. No.
0: It was uh, that fat fat bastard documentarian uh, doing Oh his, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what this is about. I just saw Fahrenheit 119 because the first one was about 9/11, um, obviously. Yeah. And the Bush administration, all this. This one, I, I got to imagine, it's about Trump. Oh But the yeah, fact exactly. that he just went Fahrenheit 119 just made me laugh out loud. All right. Oh, oh, I, that makes sense. November, uh, November 9th is when the election was, right? I
1: think it's the day after the election. I think it was the 8th. Interesting. Well. But hey, that, that would make sense. The, like the country dealing with Trump being elected the next day.
0: That's, a, that's,
1: that's really cool
0: because it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, he was sitting there thinking like, Hey, remember that really famous document documentary I made. If we switch these two numbers, we'd make another one. <laughs> Bam. Let's just, let's do that. That's all. All right. So that wraps up this episode of headliners. Check us out on Monday. We're going to be reviewing, um, the simple favor. um, It'll be Jimmy, Dave, and I all back together again. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, it's at Six Pack Cinema. Follow us. Uh, like Subscribe. Share all on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, tell your friends and uh, listen all the time. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. Dave, last words? Love y'all. There you go. You haven't said it in a while. <laughs> Could
1: you shun me? Yeah. Bye. Bye.